Hello, brewery fanatics, and welcome to a special collaboration episode between Brewery Travels and the Soda Pod. I'm the host of Brewery Travels, Joel Geyer, otherwise known as Brewery Travels on social media. And I'm here to kind of do a little introduction uh, for this episode as my buddies over at the Soda Pod went and did a collaboration brew with uh, Lupulin Brewing in uh, Big Lake, Minnesota. And this is just a really cool thing that they were able to get to go and do. Um, They were essentially going there to brew a beer with them for the state hockey tournament there in Minnesota which is, you know, obviously a very big deal and uh, getting to do it with such a, a cool brewery in Lupulin is, is such a cool thing for them to be able to do. I just said cool a whole bunch of times, but it is cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm just going to kind of do a little uh, introductory stuff here, talk about my own experiences a little bit, although not as much as what I would like with Lupulin, because uh, this is obviously I am the beer podcast specific portion of the Soda Pod Network. Um, but anyway, to kind of get started here, I have had, you know, a few Lupulin beers. I've actually had a couple of their quote unquote flagship uh, brews, uh, including the CPB, which is a really, you know, I'm a sucker and uh, I know Hoppy is also a big sucker for peanut butter in beer. And this chocolate peanut butter porter is is obviously no different, Uh, you know, pretty much. The, that flavor in a beer, as long as it's done well, is always a winner in my book. Um, and then I've also had the opportunity to try Hui, although I had, which is their flagship IPA, but I had the double dry hopped version. And it included an astonishing eight hops. And on the side of the can, it actually listed them all. It had Simcoe, Amarillo, Mosaic, Citra, El Dorado, and Mandarina Bavaria as well as uh, Sabro and Sultana. So it was just a cornucopia of pineapple, mandarin, orange, coconut, very tropical, very just a, a burst of fruity notes, uh, very, very fun beer. Uh, and another fun fact for those listening in Minnesota, uh, if you are ever in South Dakota, you can also um, make your way if you Sioux Falls as they now also have a location there as I don't believe that that is at all mentioned I just want to give a shout out that they do now have that second location there uh, there just to the west but I also happen to have another beer here from Lupulin because I wanted to do kind of a live tasting Uh, and there was a couple options here locally in Wisconsin that I could get my hands on and I decided to go with unique and kind of crazy, not one of the typical beers that they would that they brew. They do a, a really wide variety if you go to their website. You know, they, they, you know, they obviously are pretty well known for their IPAs, uh, especially like their, uh, you know, series, like their limited release stuff, a lot of different IPAs. But they do a lot of other things, too. you know, quite a few dark beers. Uh, I know I mentioned the CPB, but they also have a coffee stout that's part of their uh, year round series as well as um, a a Belgian blonde. And then they do some other, uh, you know, fruited beers and some sour stuff. And, uh, you know, and I also was eyeing in their seasonal beers. They've got quite a few different uh, truffle beers, essentially, where Imperial Chocolate Truffle, Imperial Raspberry Truffle, Imperial Hazelnut uh, Truffle, which are these Imperial Porters that just sound absolutely delectable. You know, they're infused with, you you know, chocolate. And then, as I mentioned, either hazelnut, raspberry, et cetera. Um, But anyway, 
I currently have in my hand Strawberry Mint Hypezig. And uh, up front, I realized that when I bought this, I normally am pretty good about checking can dates. This one's a little bit older. Um, it's from the summer, but I think it is still going to hold up pretty well because there is a lot going on in this beer. And that's kind of the reason that I picked it. I like to try something a little bit different. And I don't think I've ever had this combination um, in a beer. So it is a it is a Goza Ale with strawberry, lemon, spearmint, coriander, and sea salt. So I am very intrigued here, and I'll give you a little ASMR, a little. There we go. Cracking that bad boy open here. And right away, right off the top on the, on the nose, even just in the can, oh boy, the strawberry and lemon are especially strong. Um, we'll see if I get a little bit more of the mint here uh, once I get it into my glass. Let that come to pass here. And oh yeah, there's a little bit of the mint in there too but not too strong. Cause that's what I was, I was wondering about that, you know, cause I've had mint with other flavors too. And when you're coming in, in a, in a Goza, you know, with the tartness and salinity, cause obviously, you know, strawberry and lemon are both flavors that you've probably, you know, seen, you know, the, the different types of fruits and berries and stuff are, are, are often in featured in, in Gozas and fruited Gozas. Um, the sea salt and coriander are also typical, but the spearmint is kind of the, the wild card. And that is really good. It's like a, like a very fruity gum that's more fruity flavor than gum in terms of the nose. Well, that's delightful. Oh, the it's very interesting. So I get the fruity notes seem to be more at the front, like just like on the nose. It, it, it hits you the strawberry and the lemon, kind of a strawberry lemonade, as, as, as one would think uh, early on as it hits the tongue. And then kind of as you as you swallow and kind of get a little bit more of a little breath of mint kind of on the back end here. I'll take one more. Yeah, just on that very end. And so I really like that because there's enough there for it to be very, uh, it's a very intricate, like I, I, I said, I used the word cornucopia earlier and that's kind of what's a little bit going on. There's several different flavors kind of intermingling because there is a little bit of the base goes there, you know, because there is obviously a lot going on. But the base, you know, the actual goes itself is not completely lost with all the other additive flavors. So I actually have a four pack of this and I'm quite pleased now that I can drink this three more times. Um, but yeah, no. So I, just to kind of lead in here, I know that uh, the soda pod guys were able to go there and, and talk with the with the folks there at Lupulin about the brewing process and getting to listen to it. It's really cool because they do walk you through kind of. The, the entire process of the, of what they've all gone through for this collaboration, you know, kind of deciding on what beer they wanted to brew, why they needed to do certain styles, what hops they wanted to use, uh, what the, the brew day looked like, and even all the way down to the designing um, of the label. So very, very cool process to get to hear uh, from them. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying the beer uh, in, in the future once it is all out. And as they talk about I won't spoil it so that you have to listen to the whole thing. Um, the name for the beer is absolutely excellent and perfect uh, for the state hockey tournament. So without further ado, here are the Soda Pod guys.
All right, here on site again with the great folks of Lupulin Brewing up in Big Lake, Minnesota. Uh, I don't even know where to begin in saying thank you so much for having us out here to work together all day on a, I don't know if we're calling it a cuvee of businesses <laughs> at this point or not, but uh, definitely appreciate the opportunity to collaborate on a beer with you fine gentlemen. Oh, yeah. It was a pleasure to have you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be honest. Uh, like we we won't listen. I was just like, saying, you're not just saying muffs, that, like, are you? I mean, I, I'm saying it because you bought or you labeled about uh, <laughs> 700 bottles for me today. So that's <laughs> why I'm saying. I was, it. Say, I was saying on the last episode we recorded, I don't drink for free. I'm always I'm always down to work for beers. So you guys, you guys have my number. Yeah, <laughs> there no, we go. no, but seriously, guys, like we couldn't have imagined that the first collaboration beer, the Soda Pod podcast, you know, craft beer and hockey podcast very much on the craft beer side, would be brewing with a brewery as amazing, held in high regard as Lupulin Brewing. So, like, we're, we're so thankful that you guys gave us this opportunity, honestly. Absolutely, man. We're happy to have you. Really, it really was an honor to have you out. Yeah. Scale I mean, 1 to 10, though, for real. Like, how, how much hand-holding was done? Oh, I was going to go the other way. I didn't know. <laughs> you flipped the question on its head. I would, I would uh, say none. As far as collabs go, like I said, I'm like, they did all the, all the necessary collab things, you know? They, they did. The whirlpool, the, the yeast pitching, the drinking, dude. Raked out the mash. Yeah. You, you guys got lucky. It was a pretty small mash. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I mean, if this one pops off, that means next time he's just going to have to do way more raking. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, man, I've been working in media for the last, like, three, four years. I'm down for some manual labor. Call me anytime. Like I said, I'll work for beer. <laughs> it's refreshing. If, it, if it really pops off, you won't have to do any raking at all. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the beer a little bit, though. What was the inspiration for the type of beer that you guys wanted to, to launch with us? Um, I mean, I think. We, you guys wanted to do an IPA uh, and gave, gave us some well, kind of... Well, let's also be honest, like, timelines definitely played a role. That's, yeah. that, 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 is, that is true. If we, if we wanted to get it done in time for this year's uh, state hockey tournament, we needed to do something that didn't take too long. So it couldn't have been a lager. It couldn't have been a barrel-aged thing. Those could be next time. We have more time. But, uh, oh, my God. There's going to be, be a next time? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Verbal contracts are binding in the state of Minnesota. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was there was still a lot of leeway with a you know like four week timeline. We could have made most standard things. Uh, but obviously, we make a lot of IPA. You guys like to drink IPA, so it was kind of a match made in heaven. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you gave us uh, a few very loose guidelines about what cut type of IPA you were looking for, and we. Um, took that and combined it with some of the things that we're currently most excited about within IPA and uh, what what's in stock and what do we think might be in stock? How'd you spend the first half hour of today? <laughs> I, have it, I have it on video. Well, by the well, way. I'm pretty sure I was trying to find something that Roll wasn't even roll. fucking there. <laughs> like, well, no, no one, no one's found it yet. Yeah. So Ben, Ben was like, "Oh, I'm gonna find it." I'm like, "Not a chance, dude." Did three trips around the sun in that cooler to try and find some Cascade hops that we did not find. But no worries. The point that we included them in the brew, what we were trying to gain from those hops, our alternative selection of what was 
actually in the cooler being Centennial is still gonna provide us with that stuff that we were looking for during that mash hop. Fortunately, on the, uh, on the sexy end of things, in terms of like the dry hop and all that, I think that we should be all good to go on we what we go, yeah. actually have here and what we intended upon having here, so. <laughs> Boom. And I mean, Aaron, maybe you can walk us through it because obviously like there's a handful of listeners that have done their own home brews. There's some that know nothing about brewing. So like at a high level, talk us through the steps that we took today to get from start to where we are right now. Uh, so we milled in grain, we mashed in grain, uh, we vorloft and then laudered, uh, collected about eight barrels of wort in our kettle. Um, we boiled that wort for roughly an hour. Uh, we added some citra cryo in the whirlpool and then we knocked it out and pitched some Heliogazer, which is a thiol-boosting uh, British ale yeast. Uh, and now it's going to ferment. Now it's going to ferment. Damn well better. <laughs> the, the long wait, the long wait. So talk through, though, a couple of things that are maybe a little bit, I'd say, not unorthodox, but just, like, different from what the commoner might know about brewing, right? So talk about what we did early on with hops in the brew, because that's not mm. something that necessarily everyone will be familiar with. Yeah, so in conjunction with using that thiol-boosting yeast, we um, wanted to use a technique that's not necessarily a new technique, but it has come more into vogue recently with these thiol-boosting yeasts is mash hopping um, and adding some hops in the mash and especially specific varieties that have more thiol content in them has been shown to um, provide like some pretty big bang for your buck on, on getting a lot of thiol expression uh, versus a lot of IPAs, you know, hazy IPAs, people are dry hopping super heavily. Um, and with these thiol boosting yeast, that's actually a lot of people have found that, that it can be counterproductive. And adding hops earlier on in the process has um, shown much greater expression of some of those really cool tropical passion fruity um, flavors that you're getting from the thiols. So we the uh, tropical bomb, boom. Yeah, mm-hmm. love that. And I mean, Justin, speak to just the the overall formula that we put together for this, right? What's the expected flavor that's going to come out of it? Like, what can everyone expect? We already talked about the the tropical bomb, but like. Anything yeah. else that people should be looking for in the taste? What's in the dry hop? What's strata. The, strata and citra cryo? No, just, just strata. strata. Mm. So like Sounds good. Passion fruit, <laughs> yeah. passion fruit and weed. Yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> so really, like, all the, the kind of fun stuff that we're trying to promote and extract today, like, in terms of the flavor profile, is, like, what he's talking about, that thiol-boosting stuff. So it's, like, um, it, like a... Yeast fart out a lot of things. They fart out <laughs> alcohol, they fart out CO2, and then in this case, these yeast fart out some really, really fun flavors. So, like, really, really, really trying to um, focus on getting the good yeast farts in this one. Capturing that would have been those. such a better beer name. We really <laughs> good this. Yeast farts. Yeast farts. <laughs> and, um, and so, really, what we're going for is, like, it's juicy. That's for the lager. Yeah. <laughs> yes, true, Thank true. You. Juicy, stylized lager, full-bodied, very <laughs> fruity, but not like kind of one-note light, like orange juice fruity. It should be like deep 
like with a like a fruit depth to it, kind of in a way. And like that's like my way of saying like I think of like citrus fruits like lemons and like oranges to be kind of like light and things like passion fruit and papaya and other kind of things to be kind of like just deep and more like meaty and aromatic. And so hoping to have a brightness met with kind of like a depth to it. Kind of like what you guys had, uh, we gave you a little teaser when you tried some of our other beers that we did a similar thing with using this yeast. And you guys kind of experienced what that, uh, what that can be like. What are you hoping that it's gonna taste and smell like? If it tastes anything like the ones you let us taste, I think we're in an okay spot. Uh, <laughs> fingers crossed, baby. <laughs> no, I, I echo that as well. Yeah, I mean, Isha and I, we, we butt heads a little bit when it comes to IPAs. He's very, like, West Coast because, oh, he's from Vancouver Island. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm definitely more on the opposite side, right? When you say tropical bomb, that, that rings in my ears. That sounds great. Um, I, I'm not opposed to having the, the bitter characteristics, but I don't want it to be like, that's what you taste first is mm -hmm. bitter, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, again, I don't really have any reason to be worried based on all of the IPAs and that, that's a lot of fucking IPAs that I've had from you guys like yeah. it, it's it's gonna turn out great I'm, I'm it's still kind of cool because we've like throughout the process right we were adding in different uh pieces of the puzzle right the hops really and the the yeast everything else kind of came in automatically you mm -hmm. know pulling the curtain out but <laughs> um man it's it's one of those things that I'm just really curious to like figure out what that end product is even though like we were like smelling it throughout and it's like oh my god we're swooning <laughs> like what is that end product turn into because like admittedly we don't know what any of your other shit's been like when you guys have been working through it right but i, I think the yeast farts are gonna pay off um <laughs> isha's gonna inhale the shit out of those <laughs> i mean dude i almost walked i almost walked into this live recording right now with my nose like powdered up so i mean from sucking yeast farts <laughs> i was just i had like my nose in the bag and aaron's like oh, you might want to keep that bag a little bit <laughs> way through your nose i'm like Shh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah well good dude yeah we're hoping that it's going to be good too and it is fun like when you when you're brewing when you taste things throughout the process when you're tasting the ingredients like before you even brew and you're like oh we're gonna use this this and this and it's gonna taste like this like it, usually it tastes something similar yeah. to that, but it always, everything kind of comes together to make something just a little bit different, you know, and that's just such like part of the learning process too and kind of like uh, doing this and coming out with this and then next time trying to figure out what to do to make it taste a little bit closer than what you thought, you know? Oh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure we were beer storming with you guys, I believe you two in particular, when we like initially thought like, oh my God, fashion mullet. Can you imagine if we like played off of the state tourney all hair team and did the tourney mullet and we're mm -hmm. all like oh yeah this is awesome then carpet walkers upstairs messed it up mm -hmm. you know don't want to <laughs> don't want to tinker with marketing too much so removed mullet entirely we got tourney flow which i think is perfect to be yeah. to be honest the flow of the hair the flow of the beer should be good flowing like the salmon of capasuano <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it couldn't have been a better day for us between everything we're doing to prep here for Big Beer Week, what we're doing with the beer, like super fun. We even have now my wife designing the crawler label because Marcus is a, he's just lazy and he's too busy drawing penises. Oh, but, you, know. <laughs> you saw what he does. He's just sitting there doing doodling nothing, dude. Big veiny triumphant bastard. Yeah. But I, I just keep pretty... thinking about I just keep thinking about the super bad when he's just like I don't know what was wrong with me. I just kept drawing dicks. <laughs> 
It, it falls across the table and hits in the foot. You hit Becca with your dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but no, for real, uh, back to uh, <clears throat> not talking about penises. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, we did our best to stay out of your guys' way while this was going on, but wanted to interject wherever we could and help. But, I mean, as far as first brew days go, I don't think it could have gone any smoother and without a hitch. No, and we said it on the last recording, and I'll say it again. Like, we couldn't have asked for better brewery people, help partners on this beer to work with as our first soda pod collaboration beer. So thank you guys so much, honestly. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for wanting to do it with us. Yeah. Oh man, first of many, I hope. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, cheers. gang. Appreciate you guys. Look forward to coming out and uh, trying it when she's all ready to go. Shouldn't oh. be long. I can't wait for that podcast episode to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one might get might, a little might not messy. Be so coherent. That one might get a little messy, folks. But yeah. uh, hey, when we're celebrating the first soda yeah, pod collaboration, drink along beer. when you listen to the podcast. There <laughs> you go. Just translate it better. Exactly. Yeah. I got some friends back home who are like, "Damn it! Now I'm gonna feel like Isha when he was." Uh, on the other side of the podcast for when you guys were doing beer, Big Beer Week the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. They're not going to be able to taste it, but we're going to be here swooning about it. So, again, thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah. Could have called yeah. the beer FOMO. <laughs> and I am back. Joel Geyer with Brewery Travels to kind of wrap things up. You just listened to the Soda Pod guys talk with Lublin Brewing about their awesome collaboration IPA, which is just going to be delicious, I'm sure. Like I said, I've had some good IPAs there from Lupulin, and I know that uh, obviously the Soda Pod guys have had a lot more than me, considering they live there and we have been able to work with them so much. So uh, definitely excited to give it a try. And, uh, you know, hopefully if you are able to keep your eyes out for it, I know that many listeners are from Minnesota or, you know, if you don't, maybe you know people from Minnesota that can get you a can, but uh, definitely be sure to check it out uh, and make sure to go and visit Lupulin and continue to listen to both the Soda Pod and Brewery Travels. And as always, remember, whether it's where you're living or where you're visiting, be sure to drink local everywhere. Cheers, everyone. I've been